episode 47, Ryan Majin. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. The Alpha Way Intensive is now live. We are taking applications. Go to Facebook forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. Watch the short five minute video and we are taking applications as we speak. I will be getting back personally to each and every one of you, not necessarily in order, in order of who is suitable, most suitable and takes priority. So you think that's you and you want to get involved there are six spots for the uk six spots for the usa and that is all we're doing this year so get in touch get on the facebook group like it follow the links apply and i will speak to you in person very soon get to the podcast okay guys we have a brilliant show for you today if you're interested in getting leaner dressing well and getting women we have ryan Majin on the on the line I think I've said his name wrong again, even though I've just asked him how to say it. But firstly, Ryan, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Oh, I am, man. I'm ready. Cool. Did, did I get your name wrong after all that? You said it perfectly. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's right. So um, that was a very brief bio from me. Um, I first met Ryan in the California, um, an event was out there about two years ago almost now. Um, we randomly, we lost contact. We both uh, assumed the other one was on their Facebook and didn't even notice. Uh, we had a little night out. It was good stuff. And uh, yeah, it was only the last month or two, we managed to, I managed to hunt you down when I realized that you wasn't on my Facebook. So uh, how you doing, mate? What you been up to? Oh, I've been doing great, man. Just, uh, you know, uh, living life, trying to uh, get, you know, get as lean as possible. I, I lost about I mean, since I spoke at Sam's event, which is where we first met, I, yeah. think, I, I think I've leaned out like 35 pounds. Whoa. Yeah, I saw, uh, I saw some I of the photos and you were look, looking good, mate, looking good. Yeah, I, wish, I have that really good photo, man. I wish I could keep that look. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 mean, I hover at like 205 pounds. And when I took those off the photos, I was like 193. But I was extraordinarily hungry all the time, and I was irritable <laughs> as fuck. So <laughs> that's cool, man. That's I mean, cool. most people don't to get really lean, man. You kind of, it kind of sucks. It's like it's it's not fun. I mean, I, I'm like an endomorph or whatever. So like, I if I just look at food, I get fatter. Ah, uh, so you have to really, really work hard for it, yeah. Yeah, like I I'm a macro counter. Like I have to like monitor every goddamn thing that goes into my mouth. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like the opposite. I think I'm like part gorilla. Like if, yeah, if I just lift, if I lift weights, I put on muscle and, uh, yeah, just to annoy people. And, uh, yeah, and it's just always been that way. I think my brother, especially like if he didn't train, I think he went traveling for a year and just did a few circuits over the year and he, he didn't really change his physique and he was quite similar to me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, when he was at the Sam event, you were, after you, you was actually talking at that event and Coming off the back of that, I would probably say that you were a lifestyle entrepreneur. Would you say that's accurate, mate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I, I, I mean, I value. I mean, I'm all about making a ton of money, but for me, it's more just freedom and and just kind of being able to do what I want. And the ironic part there is now I do all the things that I hated. Like I wake up early. I have, <laughs> you know, like 
<laughs> but I, I mean, I like just for example, I just traveled for the last two weeks uh, across uh, across the U.S. just with my girlfriend. We went to a family reunion and did all kinds of uh, just cool, fun stuff. You know, rented a car and didn't really have a plan. And then I was in my I was the best man at my buddy's wedding the following weekend. So we kind of made like a week and a half, like twelve day trip or so out of it. And I continued to make money every day while I was on that trip. So that's, that's, that's kind of what it's about for me. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I can. I think you've got it now because again, people do just get so sucked into like wanting more, more, more of everything. And that's what came across when you when you spoke when I spoke to you before. Is you know you get what you need, and then it's all about the lifestyle, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm always striving, obviously, for improvement because yeah. it's just you know you can never settle. But for me. I mean, the longest goal, I mean, I, I came from a retail background and I was working 50 hours a week making, you know, I mean, I was doing well for myself. I think I was like 23 years old, making like 60 grand a year, which is yeah. cool for me at the time. You know, I didn't have it. I mean, I had like an art degree, so it wasn't like I was, you know, having a PhD or anything. <laughs> and it was, it was cool. Like, I mean, I quit that and I was like, I just want to replace what I made there you know, doing what I want to do. And then it, and after about three or four years, I did, you know, I mean, there was lots of struggles and, you know, lots of mental challenges in that time frame. but uh, <laughs> it kind of, now it's, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I would say I'm in the six figure club, I guess now. I mean, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I get, I get awfully talking about finances. So don't you but, uh, I, I do well, I, I, I do well for myself and uh, cool. I, I keep a, I keep a pretty simple lifestyle to where I yeah. can travel when I want. I, I keep my bills low. I'm, I'm not into fancy stuff. I mean, really now I just spend all my money on on clothes. I like clothes. Cool. Well, we're gonna delve into yeah a little bit of how you do make because it's uh, it did sound really simple. Like I suppose a lot of people you can there's so many things you can do and good things to do. But I think what you you kind of picked on one thing and really nailed it and we're just keeping it simple but effective, very effective. Um, so we talked, we talked about your origin a little bit there. So where are you originally from? Um, I live in, live in growing up here in, uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. I love it here. Nice. Yeah, no, I saw you so in Florida. It's near, it's near Tampa. It's near, most people know where Tampa Florida okay, yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, we have like a city and the beach all within like 20 minutes of each other. Oh, yeah, I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Why would you move? Definitely. <laughs> cool. So, um, I mentioned to you earlier, have you got a quote to mind? I mean, there's loads out there, but a quote that you like to live your life by. I mean, we talked about simplicity and just, you know, and lifestyle. Is there a quote that really resonates with you that springs to mind? Um, yeah, I, I mean, now that, now, that, now that one just popped out at me, and it's actually, uh, for those listening, like, I, I'm really good friends with uh, YouTube superstar Elliot Hulse. Okay. Um, he's, uh, he's a really good friend of mine, and we cool. hang out all the time. We live we live really close to each other. But he said something probably five or six years ago when I met him, when he was starting to build his business that just like really stuck out to me. And it was uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm glad that one just popped in there because that's like I, I live I quote, uh, and it goes for entrepreneurship, training, lifestyle, anything you want to do. I mean, nothing good comes until you get outside your comfort zone. And I mean, you know yourself and anybody listening that has ever tried to build a business. I mean, it's, it's highly uncomfortable not knowing <laughs> when your next paycheck's going to come in the mail. Oh, definitely. 
Definitely. Oh, that is a, that is a cool, yeah, that is a cool quote. I like it. Yeah, and, and, and that's been rehashed and re reset a bunch of different times. But uh, as far as I know, Elliot was the first one to say it, and this is like six years ago, probably. Cool. And he lives by it. I kind of live by it, and that's why we're such close friends. <laughs> Sweet. So you mentioned you came from a retail background, and you sort of like working fifty hours a week, and uh, possibly I, I know you still like your clothes, so retail's quite good, but. This is our awakened question. When, when did it all start to change for you? Like, what finally awakened you? Why? Why did you get step away from the retail industry and do your th your own thing, really? Um, well, I mean, I was in college at the time, and I, like, okay. I have an art degree, which is uh, I have a, an AA in computer animation. And the whole time I was getting that degree, I was brainwashing the fact that when I come out of school, I'm going to be working for like Walt Disney, and I'm going to be making six figures, and all this cool <laughs> stuff is going to happen. And during that time frame, like when I was going through school, I just grabbed a job uh, at Lowe's Home Improvement. And uh, I mean, I was a pretty good worker. I just knew that you should work hard and, you know, like just, I mean, that's kind of how I was brought up. You just work yeah. hard, you get raises and boom. Well, after a while, I, I was, I was really, I discovered that I was really good at, at sales. Um, and at the time I was selling like lawnmowers and shit. <laughs> you know, and I was making commission. I was making commission on lawnmowers and stuff yeah. like that because that was the department that I worked in. Um, but after I was about to graduate college, and they were like, "Man, you're really good at sales. Would you be interested in going on a, a salary plus commission and selling doors and windows?" And I was like, "Sure, I can sell doors and windows." Awesome. So <laughs> I just took a crash course and like a, a weekend thing about like the basics of door and window sales. Got a raise or a salary that was pretty decent to, to transfer stores in my in my area and I did and it was a high volume store. So and at, at the time I was just obsessed with making money. I wanted to buy like a nice car and um, I didn't want to live with my mom anymore and I was had school loans and yeah. all that crap. And I started selling my doors and windows like crazy. And I was one of the top salesmen in Florida for uh, for door and window sales to the entire Lowe's company at the time. Whoa. And I was making like, I guess it was anywhere between forty dollars to $60,000 a year. Um, and 75% of that was all my commission, not my salary. So I, I graduated college and they were like, I was, they, they offered me my first job, which was an, a paid internship for like $9 an hour. And I was like, you can go yourself I'm not working $9 an hour <laughs> <That is awesome. laughs> so after that so after that I was just like well shit I'm just gonna keep selling doors and windows and I did that for like two or three years um and I got really burnt out on it because I was working I mean obviously the more time I was at the store the more money I made so then they're like man you're really a, such a you know a good salesman would you be interested in you know applying for management trading so I went through all their management school and stuff through Lowe's and I got my first job offer to actually move again. This would be moving about 300 miles away. It came time to the interview and they didn't want to give me what I was making as a salesman. So I was like, oh. well, <laughs> I, I'm not going to, how, why would I do that? It makes no sense. I was like, I'm going to be getting more and more. I had to drop my commission and I had to go strictly salary for like $15,000 a year less. Oh, that I, is, that is insane. Like, why, yeah, it's never going to happen. Yeah. And they were trying to sell me on the fact that it was guaranteed, that my commissions were guaranteed. You know, the typical, yeah. join us, the world is safe. Uh, we want to, you know, we want to take care of you. And I was like, well, 
So I started doing some research and I realized that I was making more than assistant store managers. And that was like, you know, what they were trying to sell me on. And I was already making what they make and they worked way harder than I did. And, yeah. And at the time, I, I, I'd grown up racing BMX bikes. Uh, yeah, I, I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. So all during the time I worked at Lowe's, my, the only thing I did was lift weights and ride my bike. And then I worked at Lowe's. Like I didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, yeah. I drank on the weekends with my friends, but that was it. Got to the point where I was had the ability to turn pro on my bike. And I was like, I basically made the decision. I was like, well, I could just say Lowe's and quit and try to be a pro BMX racer and screw it. And I quit my job. <laughs> and know anything, just knew that I was a pro BMX racer and I had the ability to make money by riding my bike, but I had no sponsors, so I had to win my races to actually make money. <laughs> That's kind of when I met Elliot Hulse, and he's been highly influential in my development as an yeah. entrepreneur and and, a, um, and I started like training with him and just, uh, he let me work out of his gym and I, I thought I wanted to be a personal trainer at the time and I, it turned out I was just a really shit trainer <laughs> and I, I was just really bad at it. So that didn't work. And then that's right around there is like uh, Tim Ferriss came out with a four hour work week. And I remember reading it um, and actually Elliot uh, recommended it to me and we read it kind of at the same time. And there was the whole section on passive income. And I was like, holy shit, I need yeah. to do that. I basically begged my dad, because he was a videographer, uh, to help me create my first the DVD to help BMXers get faster on their bike. Perfect. And yeah. I filmed it, filmed it in Elliot's gym and uh, it was all bootleg, you know, like I... I had, my mom worked for the city, so she was printing color copies of my cover off. I, I was, I, my buddy did a cover for me and I basically had this cool DVD and I would travel around on riding my bike and, uh, you know, pay my way from just my DVDs. Uh, and that led to, you know, creating a website and putting it up for sale online and learning the basics of blogging and editing videos. And If I remember correctly, the thing you were talking about when uh, I saw you is your, your big thing, you literally, um, you were just... You had an email list. It was obviously a lot of people say the powers in this. You had an email list and you literally just emailed them, you know, daily, just like all your adventures, what you're up to. And then obviously every time you was talking about something that was relevant or recommending something like you're trying this out, trying that, you just had a link in there, um, affiliate link. And it just, that was sort of the big thing you was, and at that stage, you bet, I think you wasn't really focused too much on a website, but it was just the email was the powerful thing for you. Yeah, I mean, I focused with the BMX stuff. I did focus on the yeah. website for a while, but I realized quickly that uh, the power was the fact that I was building an email list and I could email people and let them know, like you said, like what I was up to, what I was working on, what yeah. type of training I was doing. And I basically took that. And after a while, I did kind of get burnt out on talking only about BMX. And yeah. um, I actually, you know, was just kind of evolved more in my cycling i started doing uh fixed gear road cycling and kind of just kind of got out of the bmx thing because i wasn't making as much money as i was on the internet yeah so i uh you know i just kept talking emailing my list every day and just not from like a sales point of view just from a hey what's up dude um it's ryan uh today i'm just gonna tell you about my workout i did this this and this and yeah. they helped me out um i like this and this because i get more more explosive on my cycling and the byproduct is I look good with my shirt off. Um, if you like this type of program, click here and check this out. I'm using this one by Jake Perugia. Well, that was and the I thing as well. Yeah, you wasn't, it wasn't your products, was it? It was just literally like, right, I'm going to get myself fitter for cycling or BMX. I'm gonna, uh, you're using this program, and then you just literally passed on the recommendation if it was any good or if it was like just 
just what you're up to. So, and she was just like the middleman, just passing on the information. That was exactly it. I just recommended other people's products as an affiliate. And I mean, it was all truth though. Like I didn't yeah. have my own program. I, I never really did well at creating my own programs. I always just followed somebody else's because that's how I just kind of grew up. Like it was like a coach, you know? Yeah. So I just recommended whose product I was following. And after a while that just kind of evolved into just me making videos. I, I really didn't even have a blog for like the first probably two years. I still really don't even have a blog. Yeah. All my blog is, is my emails that I just copy and paste as an archive. So I just focus on getting more people onto my email list. And I know that once they're on my list, they're going to fall in love with me and, and they don't <laughs> want to be, stay on my list because I, I mean, I, I pride myself in really, really good writing and I can tell stories very well and I'm not, I don't come off as salesy so people continue to open every day. And yeah. That's yeah. kind of the evolution of where I'm at now. And even still what I, the products that, I mean, I have multiple products now on my own, but all of those products came out of just stuff that I wanted to learn and I was into at the time, Brilliant. you know, and then I create these stupid little products that really don't take me but a day to make. Yeah. And yeah. I sell for like 10 bucks. But the whole point of the product is inside the product, I sell other people's stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. so not only do I make money on my product, I actually make money selling other people's stuff inside of my own product. That's I would say there's method to the madness, definitely. You mentioned um, the guy from U2. Would you say he was like a, a Yoda figure? This, we have a Yoda question. So did he help awaken your alpha? It sounded like it was him, but it could be anyone. It's up to you. Um, actually, yes. I mean, Elliot, I mean, anybody that watches this stuff, I mean, he's about to hit a million subscribers on YouTube, so it's hard to find somebody that doesn't watch this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I mean, he brought a lot of my own inner warrior, I guess you could say, out of me to kind yeah. of like, hey, dude, it's cool, man. It's okay to do what you want to do. It's not, you don't have to answer to anybody. It's kind of like getting your dad's permission to kind of be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and so that did have an effect on me. Just the entrepreneur lifestyle and just kind of being my own boss always, you know, just intrigued me. You know, that's why I was so good at sales because I could control my own income. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that that was like a Yoda figure. I mean, <laughs> I, I get inspiration from a lot of different things. You know, uh, I mean, at the time when I did work in retail, uh, my, my actual roommate at the time was my, was my manager. So that's how I do like what he was making and stuff like oh, okay. that. But he decided, so he, he ended up just uh, getting into real estate and he would, was making, you know, these, you know, pretty big real estate commissions. And, I, and then he ended up just selling one house and then he just quit his job at Lowe's and he ended up traveling for a year. And like the idea, of, and that was while I was still working at Lowe's and I was like, this is awesome. I want to do something similar to yeah. this cool. over the years that I just inspired me. So linked to that, I mean, in your, in your journey and sort of the, the, sort of lifestyle you've created was there a point at where you thought right you really did bring your a game and you know you thought i've done pretty good here like either when you was just traveling with your girlfriend and still getting paid as if you were still working at an office or just still fully on it is was there a time when you thought damn i've done all right here like a couple times that i've had that feeling I mean, and, and you know i've been off like you have your ups and downs like yeah. i still by no means do i consider myself stable no. You know, as far as my income, like my, you know, that's the, 
the shitty part is everything we do could kind of collapse tomorrow. We'll just have to start over. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just created my newest product, which is, it's called 51 handsome guy secrets. And it's really, it's a men's fashion. It's a men's style product designed to help guys use clothes to, to get what they want out of life. And I now like, I feel like this is kind of like my calling. Like I'm really good at teaching guys how to dress. Well, and, dude, I, I saw I saw a post you put up. Just literally had a quick scan. I just saw a, a, your post about Ryan Gosling and uh, how it's tough not to have a man crush. That that guy looks that guy looks good. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, I, I just I, I'm fascinated now by you know, and like I said, everything I do is based off of myself and the stories and things that parts of my life. Like I did, the only reason I made a product about how to get handsome was because I had broke up with my girlfriend and I needed to invent myself. And the only way for me to do that was to start dressing better. So I became obsessed with fashion. <laughs> and now I made, and I, I have a tendency, like, I mean, I have a testosterone product that the only reason I have a testosterone product was because I had grown up with uh, having gynecomastia and I didn't want to have it anymore. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I don't make products of things that, don't 100% correlate with my life. Yeah. And that's why it's easy for me to sell stuff like that because I have conviction in my products. I believe in them. It's what I do. It's, it's how I live. And I think a lot of people lack that in the fitness industry and, and what we do is yeah. they make products based on, oh, I should do this. Yeah, you know, or, or their, mates, their mates doing it or something like that. I think you've, you've got the, the key ingredient there. It's, it's got to sit with you as in you're completely happy to just – it's like just telling – what comes across with your stuff is, is literally you're just telling a friend, I use this or I do this, it's pretty cool. That's pretty much how you sell stuff. <laughs> and, and if you read like lots of like Dan Kennedy and, and guys like Robert Cialdini, it's all influence. It's, it's the, the basis, influential based selling. I don't, I don't have to try to sell because I've already got their trust. I already yeah. give them, provide value to them every day. I don't have to lie to them. I don't have to hype them up. I just, say what I feel and, and show them how it works and how it's helped me and I make money. Definitely. Right, we're going to mix this up a little bit here now. This is the yin-yang round. I'm just going to hit you with some quick fire questions, 50-50 options, and you just go with your gut. You ready for it? Okay. Yep. Okay, this would be interesting actually, this one. P90X or insanity? Um, I'd probably go insanity. If you're going to do it, you might as well do the hardest one. Okay. Beer or vodka? Vodka all day with sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that, man. Beer, right. beer, beer has too many calories. It, <laughs> I won't fit into my tank. See, you are. Definitely. I just went out at night the other day and all my buddies were drinking beer the whole night. And they're thinking, like, what are you drinking? And I was just smashing vodkas. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Hey, hey, you're going to be the drunk asshole, but hey, you're not getting smacked. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Home cooked or dinner out? Uh, I'm a dinner out guy because I just like the social aspect yeah. of it. San Francisco or New York? I'd probably go San Fran because it's not as cold. Okay. Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger? That's a good question. I, I'd probably go Arnold because he seems to keep evolving and he's not just a movie star. I mean, the guy's governor for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, Arnie for president. There we go. (laughs) This is the complete blank around. So you just got to fill in the blanks for me and uh, we'll see where it takes us. If I was ever to visit Tampa or where your hometown is or close to it, I should? Uh, Definitely check out the cigar bar uh, on Central Avenue. It's called Central Cigars. I love love smoking cigars, so I send everybody there. 
<laughs> cool. Your best friend would describe you as? The guy that knows everybody. <laughs> Last time you were drunk was? Oh, Saturday night at my, my good friend's wedding. Oh, wedding's cool, man. We had an open bar kind of thing happen. Oh, yeah. It is the wedding season, definitely. I've had some good ones recently. The thing you are most scared of is? Oh, snakes, man. Those things freak me out. You are Indiana Jones. I knew it, man. (laughs) Quality. Okay. Um, What is your favorite movie of all time and why? Oh, Iron Man. The whole whole Iron Man series. Really? Tony Stark epitomizes everything that I want to be. Smart, <laughs> intelligent, arrogant, cocky, rich, uh, superhero. Oh, man. Yeah. The fir- I love the first one for some reason. Just the first one is awesome. But I suppose, like, like most of it, when they're in a trilogy or whatever they are, it's uh, the first one's always just awesome when they come on the scene. Definitely. Right. You're to yep. the alpha round now, mate. So this is where you're going to give us. Your, all your alpha tools and resources. We're going to start that off with, could you recommend to us just one book that either you're currently reading oh, or you yeah. think is worthwhile? The 50th Law by Robert Greene. Ooh, that's, that's the one with 50 Cent as well, isn't it? Yep, that is my all-time favorite book. And then after that, I would probably say, actually, Elliot gave it to me, The Way of the Superior Man. Ooh. Another good one. That, I've never heard that one. That's a new one on the radar. Okay, The Way of the Superior Man. Do you know who that's by? Uh, David Dida. David Dida. David Dida. Okay. Cheers, man. Right. Have you got a particularly high-tech or low-tech resource that you use regularly to keep your lifestyle ticking over and keep you productive? Um, I guess it's, I mean, my iPhone, and not so much, I don't use any productivity apps or anything, but uh, my iPhone is, the notepad on my iPhone is probably one of my most used things in my life. I write my emails from my phone. Yeah. Um, I plan my day. You know, I just write what I have to do the next day from my phone. Um, I, I've made products with my phone. Cool. Is that the everything? Well, have you got the iPhone 5S or something like that? Or? Yeah, the iPhone, and it's actually broken right now. It has like a giant. The the screen is shattered, but it still works. So I haven't gotten really gotten it fixed yet. What, what would you say is one of your personal alpha habits that you do almost daily? I I lift. I mean, I train. I, I do some form of training every single day. I, I whether it be cardio, um, I'm big on cardio, or whether it be uh, strength training. I, I lift five six days a week. I, I'm obsessed with working out. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Okay, what do you think was holding you back, like back in the day, before you uh, really sort of found your calling? Uh, caring what other people think. Yeah. Trying to please my trying to please my parents and. Uh, you know, just trying to do, be the model citizen that society wants you to be. Yeah, definitely. This is our wake-up question. So if you were to wake up tomorrow and you had to start again with a clean slate, but you still knew everything we've just talked about today, but there is no website, there are no contacts, because you're the man who knows everyone, but you've got no contacts apart from your close family, what would you do in that first day, that first week, and why? You know, what would be a priority for you? Um, I would create some. I would create something is, that's insanely cool, and I would give it away for free. That's a great shout. <laughs> I mean, I, it would be an ebook, uh, a PDF of some sort. I say, knowing you, knowing you, it'd be an EDF or a PDF, sorry, a PDF or an ebook about. I've started from square one. I've got no contacts, got no friends, <laughs> and uh, this is what's happening. Like you say, you always seem to create from what's going on in your life. 
Yeah, I mean, but I, I have a, I have a knack for finding something that people want. Yeah. And just kind of giving it to them. And I would, I would spend, it'd probably take me two days, but I, the first day I would just brainstorm exactly what I wanted to create. Yep. And what everybody needed. And then uh, from that point forward, I would just create that. And then I would start making videos, blogging about it, paying some Facebook ads, whatever I had to do to, to get people to that page, to give that thing away for free is what I would do. Cool. Um, who do you think I should interview next and why? Uh, anyone you would like to recommend? Elliot, def- definitely Elliot Halls. Man, I'd love I mean, to interview him, but I'm assuming I'd have to know someone to hook me up with. <laughs> so, uh, actually, he's a, lot more, he's, a lot, he's a lot more accessible than people think. Ah, sweet. That would, that would be very but, yeah. cool, man. That would be very cool. Um, so yeah, I will. Uh, I'll be asking you to at least say check out check, when your interview goes out. You can say, "Hey, check out my interview," and then when he listens to that, then you <laughs> can hear this, Definitely. and then you can come on. So we want you. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the one question you wished I'd asked, or you thought I was going to, and I missed it? I don't want to word it. Uh, what's the future? Oh. <laughs> no. Do, do uh, <laughs> what advice would I have for somebody who's going to be an entrepreneur and go about this lifestyle business? Yeah, I like that. Let's go with that then. What advice would you give, man? <laughs> um, it's gonna suck. You're gonna be broke. You're not gonna know what the hell's going on. You're 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 probably gonna lose some friends. Your family might get mad at you and think you're a fucking loser. Um, but if you stick, if, but if you stick through all that all that crap, you come out on the other side. It's pretty cool. I man, I'm with you on that because at the end of the day, it's that phase that kills off. 95 if not more percent of the people and that's why it, you know that's why it, it is easier when you get through that because there's no competition out there if you can get through all that crap and most people just turn you know turn, get four steps into success and then turn away because they've failed four times yep. that's it, it and, and that's the, the times when you think it's the worst is when the coolest shit happens yeah that's when you should be watching Rocky movies and stuff. You know, it ain't, it's, it's good when it's not easy. You know, you, it's, it's, it's all the better when you, you make it. That's cool, man. Well, um, yeah. dude, thank you so much for taking the time today. Honestly, I just, I thought this was a good excuse to give you an interview because I can catch up with you as well to see what you're up to. Definitely, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate uh, hopping on. No worries. And if, there's, uh, if you need me for anything, if there's any way I can ever help you out or if you're ever over England way, um, you've got a tour guide here. I'm quite close to London. I know people like to check out London. So just hit me up for anything, mate. Will do. I might take you up on that. I'm, cool. I'm, I, love, I love the character. Minimalistic traveling all the way. <laughs> cool. All right, mate. Well, we're done. And uh, oh, the important thing, how can people get in contact with you if they want a bit more? Uh, I'm kind of in a transition from my, my main blog, which is yep. rhymebegin.com. And uh, that, I mean, that's like my main blog. But a lot of my writing isn't. Uh, isn't current on there because I'm starting a new blog, yep. which is more just dedicated towards men's fashion, which is handsomeguysecrets.com. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, my product, you, I mean, really just get on my email list yeah. and you'll, you'll know all about me. You can do that from rhymingin.com. Actually, I mean, that's now, it. And then, yeah. now you mention it, I mean, we haven't, considering you've gone through it, we, it would be stupid of me not to ask, what would you say, just some like very off the cuff, quick tips for, you know, basically for guys who want to dress like the alpha. Um, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, the, the definition of alpha, I mean, it, it's different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of defined just being true to yourself, uh, you know, not, not letting people define who you are. 
you know, and figuring out what you kind of, what your ideal lifestyle looks like and then just figure out ways to make that happen. Like if all you want to do is paint all day, well then you just need to figure out how to make enough money to buy canvas and paint. <laughs> you know? Yep. Paint, I mean, you know, I, I'm not big on, I mean, I think you should, everybody should be in shape. Everybody should dress well. I think, I mean, if you're in shape and you're wearing a suit, anything is possible. Oh yeah. You, know, <laughs> you can get whatever you want out of life if you're in shape and you're wearing a suit that fits you well. <laughs> Man, that's it. I think that is literally going to be the tagline for your episode and that is a great way to finish it, mate. Love it. Awesome, man. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's everything I preach, man. Just dress well. If you dress well, you can get, it, you can get away with anything. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. The Alpha Way Intensive is now live. We are taking applications. Go to Facebook forward slash Awaken Your Alpha. I will be getting back personally to each and every one of you. Not necessarily in order. In order of who is suitable, most suitable and takes priority. So if you think that's you and you want to get involved, there are six spots for the UK, six spots for the USA. And that is all we're doing this year. So get in touch, get on the Facebook group, like it, follow the links, apply, and I will speak to you in person very soon. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.